and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one ring-filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we will be talking about Minute 2, which starts with uh, the titles again and ends with a master ring. Sauron looking very proud and powerful in the fires of Mount Doom. Yeah, it's like that power shop. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, so it, we get the, um, like the, the three rings for the elven kings yeah. and the dwarves. Um, so we get the three elves where we get our first glimpse of Galadriel. Um, we get the, um, the seven dwarves, the, the dwarven lords, cause they they got rings. Right. You're happy, sleepy. Doc. <laughs> Doc. Um, and then we have the, it's 12, right? 12 men? No, nine. 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 Nine men. I don't know. Twelve angry men. That's why. Right. Exactly. You said seven dwarves, and now I'm just okay. Um. So yeah, nine nine men. Yep. Doomed to die. Yes. Um. Um. And then one ring to rule them all. Yes. Well, uh, we don't. We haven't gotten to that bit. You know. There's the map, and it's like in the last where the shadows lie. Yeah. Um. Well, one for the Dark Lord on his dark throne. Come yeah, on. But he's not on his dark throne. That's he's true. like straddling a geyser and holding his hand aloft uh, and is like, yas. We also get a glimpse of uh, Alan Lee during this minute. He's one of the nine kings of men. Yeah. I. Uh, it's hard to... It goes by pretty fast, so it's kind of yeah. hard to spot him. I guess in the uh, the art commentary, they're just like, hey, it's Alan. And then he talks like this, and it's very hard to understand. It's very, very soft. <laughs> um... um. Yeah, uh, this this minute is basically just a reinterpretation of the poem from the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Right. Uh, it's done well. You get to see Galadriel. And it's hard to tell, but I believe it's Elrond behind her. I think it's supposed two. to be kind of It's ambiguous. very foggy. Yeah. Um, Because we won't see Elrond clearly for a little while yet. Yeah, that's a few more minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny we were listening to the first couple minutes of the cast commentary and they're you know introducing it and they're just like oh hugo's coming up while hugo weaving he's battleborn and i'm just like oh my god nerds <laughs> um and they talk a little bit about the prologue too ian mckellen mentions that uh he lobbied for the prologue to be read by gandalf but he was told that he already had too much to do <laughs> uh and that at one point, uh, a different scene was the prologue, and then another different scene was the prologue, and then New Line was like, no, this you have to do a yeah. real prologue. Because I guess during writing, I mean, I would be kind of uh, intimidated by how to approach the source material, because... Well, writing have, a prologue for Lord of the Rings. Right. You have to condense, like, three novel... Well, three novels and tons and tons of um, appendices yeah. into like one, like less than 10 minute section. Three millennia of history. Right. Um, so uh, when they were writing it, um, Peter Jackson and uh, Philippa Boynes and Fran Walsh in their commentary um, talk about how they kind of, we're struggling with it, so they're just like, we're not going to do a prologue, we're just going to do the scene that turned into Concerning Hobbits, uh, where Bilbo's writing in his book and explaining yeah. what Hobbits and are. And anything else that they need for prologue information, they were just going to put in Bilbo and Gandalf's conversation in the kitchen. Yeah. And then 
that turned into a mess, I guess. And they, a new line told them, no, you have to do a real prologue. So they had to go back to this. Yeah. And they, uh, they finished cutting it like three weeks before the end of production when they were in London doing the score. Which is crazy to me. Like, I know they filmed some, like a lot of it already, yeah. but they like having to recut and re like, I imagine there was like a voiceover that needed to be rushed. Like that's insane. Right. And scoring this prologue. So right. like while they're doing the scoring for everything else, they have to figure out what they want for a prologue and then score the prologue in that same time. Mm -hmm. So um, I imagine that was really fun. God. I, what also blows my mind, they talk about this in two of the four commentaries. Um, there's so many commentaries. Oh my God. Um, yeah. but they talk like, you know, the, um, the title that says Lord of the Rings and the New Line Cinema and the, the Wingnut films, um, that we talked about yesterday, the different fonts. They were working with a, a title company in the U.S., but I guess, they weren't super like thrilled with what their work was coming up with. So uh, Peter Jackson was just like, Hey, well, Weta can do it. So this, this girl or this woman hand drew like all of the fonts. And then Alan Lee, I guess, helped her with that. Um, and he's one of the big, like Tolkien storyboard um, artists. Yeah. So that title card is like based on a hand-drawn font. Yeah, which like all of them, all of yeah. those fonts were. I mean, I guess you have to create a font by hand first, but right. But it's like, just, and uh, on the production commentary, they mentioned that they only got that finalized a week like a before. Week. Yeah, that's crazy. End of end of production. So that's that is pretty insane that they had got all, they didn't have all the title cards all done until a week before end. Ah, oh, man. Um, so a lot of stuff on this movie got done last minute. Which is crazy because they started so... Because it's 18 months of filming. Right. 18 months of filming, but then he was working on it for like years before he even yeah. like pitched it. He had a script written in 97. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> like, that's insane. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, oh, what else is there to talk about? I'm excited to delve more into the production commentary because that's where the uh that's where howard shore is the composer and i'm yeah. super into like the music aspect and he talks a little bit about how in the in the prologue the you know that the da, 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 yeah that theme is supposed to be a gondorian yeah, theme but then be. it kind of turns into the theme of the ring so right. like and we'll hear it again very Later. close to the end yeah. of the movie. Uh, um, I think you go a really long time in between hearing it. Yeah. From the beginning all the way till the Argonath. I really love how, like, from the first, from the very first, well, I guess the second, the second minute, because it starts in this minute, right? I think the music kind of starts before that. It starts with the titles appearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how this prologue does like obviously it sets up you know all the expositiony stuff that you need to know but it also like you i don't know i'm just kind of fascinated with the way a score interacts with a movie and like brings you into this world and how different because the there's so many different themes and yeah. they're all like super iconic um so yeah it's it's really cool how the the music interplays with what's on screen with the 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 voiceover and how everything kind of comes together to bring you like this experience 
Um, and it starts from minute one. Um, yeah. and it's very, I think it's very effective. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really, re- I, it's been a while since I've watched the entire production commentary. I'm not exactly sure how much Howard mm-hmm. Shore talks, but the production commentary is also where the director of photography and the other unit directors right. and stuff are too. And I'm su- like, I'm su- like, I'm really excited because I, <laughs> they I've had only, like six units filmed. Right. I've only listened to the cast commentary, um, like For all, all three the way of them? through. No, not even all the way through. Like not even all three of them. Um, and, uh, I mean, before we started, that we talked about this yesterday, but, like, I've only seen these movies, like, once. once, like, the one time. Well, no, that's... I've seen Fellowship more than once at this point, because we watched it, like, four times before starting. But, like, I, I think I saw it, like, twice before this. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm super interested, because, like, when I was getting into Lord of the Rings, I was in high school, and all I wanted to hear about was, like, the pretty actors and stuff. And, like, yeah, I still want to hear about the pretty actors, but I'm also really interested in, the like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, the writing especially. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Do we have anything else for this minute? Uh, I don't think so. There's some stuff we can say for the next minute talking about Sauron. Yeah, that's true. Because we don't really see him, you, you no. kind of he very just quickly is like in his power, unlimited power. Yeah, yeah. He's doing <laughs> a his, master ring, doing his whole dark lord thing. Yeah, lava and fire. I love that. You know, reading the books, I never put in my head that Mount Doom is supposed to be a volcano, and then mm-hmm. I saw the movie, well, and well, I'm like, the, oh, it's a volcano. But Gollum falls in lava. <laughs> no, but. He, the books are like so they're not like super explicit like the golem dies in lava but like, like seeing it i don't know it never translated in my head it's like oh this mountain has fire in it okay whatever maybe there's like this is a magical fire mountain yeah. <laughs> shut up but then there's a volcano and i'm like oh like lore wise it's not even the only volcano in mordor yeah. There I are others. Maybe that's where the tectonic plates meet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why isn't there a volcano in the Misty Mountains? I don't know. Well, they're old volcanoes. Or around Gondor. Well, I mean, just because, just because, like, I don't know. I watched too many point to nature documentaries. I'll talk about the mountains. Um, <laughs> because Middle Earth isn't that old. It's, it's pretty old. It's three, like. I mean, so, like, it's about. Because Sauron isn't even. The first old like bad guy. No, but middle middle. We're getting into Silmarillion stuff. I know. We're, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about how I didn't know it was a volcano. Okay. Um, but it's so cool that they set it up. It's like here's the volcano where Gollum's gonna die, and it's in the second minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. You, there's like the big eruption noise leading yeah. into seeing Sauron yeah. standing in the middle of a volcano, which is kind of cheesy, but it's also like. Eh. I'll forgive it. It's very like Saturday morning villain. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. You, but you know, those tropes came from somewhere. No, I know. Every fantasy trope. Also, like Sauron is never described. Yeah. Well we can talk it's about just, Sauron in the, the next minute. The guy. Yeah. I see you. Um, um anyway, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the design of Sauron in minute okay. three. Um uh, if you like what you hear so far, uh, thank you for listening. Um, you can uh, check us out 
on uh, duelinggenre.com. Uh, or you can send us an email about how dumb I am that I didn't realize it was a volcano. You can email us at <laughs> contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute. Uh, Tumblr, L-O-T-R Minute.tumblr.com. Um, check us out on Facebook. Please leave a five-star five star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. That's the best thing you can do for a brand spanking new podcast like we are. Um, tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell everyone. Tell the people in the grocery store. I don't... Tell whatever. Tell, tell everybody. Um, and if you are so inclined, you can also check out the other podcasts that live on DuelingGenre.com, such as The Doctor's Companion, which uh, I am a co-host of, and we talk about Doctor Who stories. Um, right now we're in a hiatus, so we're going through every Doctor Who story, kind of one, like, we're hop, like, hop, like, leapfrogging, hopfrogging, <laughs> hopfrogging. Skipping, hopping, and jumping through time, Yeah, we're, so to speak. Yeah, I guess so we're we're covering every story from each doctor, but we're we're going one like Hartnell, Trout, and blah blah blah. Anyway, if you like Doctor Who, check that out. Um, if you like Back to the Future, uh, they just finished uh, season two, so Back to the Future Part Two. But my co-hosts on Doctor's Companion, Scott and Nick, do Back to the Future Minute, um, and they are taking a well-deserved break. But you have over two hundred episodes of Back to the Future to binge on if you so desire. It's really fun. Um, it's really interesting. Um, and you can also check out Geek by Night, which is the original uh, audio drama that Scott, Nick, and I um, produce and write and direct and everything. And it kind of gives me a better understanding of like a fraction of the crazy stuff that goes on behind the scenes of a movie. It's also awesome. Thank you. Um, and Very cool. if you uh, are into supporting the arts, which you should be, um, good for you. You can check out our Patreon, um, duelinggenre.com slash support. We also have a one-time donation button if that's more your style. And we have merch. Um, we don't have Lord of the Rings Minute merch yet, but we are we are a baby. Yes. So there's someday. Uh, someday. Um, we'll get some stuff up there. And special thanks, as always, to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Bye! Bye!